first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Catherine, and today we will be talking with some of the cast and crew of High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two, and about Cerebrum. So first, we will be reviewing Cerebrum with Micah. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. So what is this movie about? So Cerebrum is about a man named Tom. And he goes back to his father's home, even though they like they don't really get along and they never really had the best relationship. But when he gets there, he finds out that his father is working on creating like digital brains so that Alzheimer's patients wouldn't lose their memory. And then eventually Tom becomes the guinea pig for like the secret and untested procedure. But with that, he ends up committing a crime that he can't even remember and he gets accused of that and has to uncover the truth before it's too late and he gets arrested and has to face retribution for something he didn't do. Wow. Well, this sounds like a really interesting, like, uh, sci-fi film. I've never really heard of anything like it. And so, you know, it's a sci-fi movie. And sometimes sci-fi movies can be a little bit confusing and a little bit, like, all over the place. Was this movie an exception or was it confusing at some points? Well, the movie did, um, it had a, it was really, it's supposed to be chaotic, but, um, and dangerous because of like the storyline. But at some points it was a little confusing. Like if you aren't, if you like miss something, you could be like thrown off and you might not really be able to, um, really put together what's going on. But if you're paying attention, you should be able to figure it out. Um, even though it has a different like storyline sometimes in the, in the middle of the movie, but, um, I think it, people will be able to connect the dots. Yeah, so it's happened to me sometimes where, like, I was watching a show with, like, my cousins or something, and then I missed something, and then it moves on to a whole different thing. I'm like, well, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've, done, I've um, had those moments before, too. Yeah. So this movie is also a thriller. Is it scary at some points and almost, like, unsuitable for, like, younger kids or well no it's not scary it's more on the science side of it um so but it's like in dark settings and it's like messy which gives it like an ominous or like eerie feel but I wouldn't say it's scary so it's nothing that will like (laughs) cause nightmares or something like that yeah so I uh, I assume that this movie would have like pretty cool costumes and special effects, especially with the digital brains. So what were the special effects and what were the costumes like? And can you describe them and stuff? Well, the thing, the thing that's um, unique about this movie is that it doesn't it, like even though it's like sci-fi, it really doesn't involve like maybe like um, the different costumes, like you were saying, although it does use the digital brain aspect of it. It only has like, it, I would describe it as like a microchip. So it, it's not really like animation or um, costumes or special effects, like you said. And since the um, storyline is revolved around like 
a normal guy, there's not really a lot of costumes. It's just like regular clothes, which actually makes it um, more interesting because it's someone that's just normal and it just like shakes up their world during the movie, which is something that I think a lot of people like in movies where it's actually from a normal person's point of view. Yeah, I mean, I always think that, like, wearing normal clothes in movies like this can kind of just be like, this could happen, like, this could be real, which always messes with my mind. Oh, yeah, it's it's supposed to. This is um what it's about. Yeah, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking all about High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two. Right now, we're continuing our review with Micah about Cerebrum. So is there a character that you can, like, I guess, relate to most? And if so, who would that be? Well, this is really, like, fictional. So I don't know if you can relate to the situations. But I feel like Chloe, Chloe, um, played by Alexis Lemire, she, she really tries to help out her um, friend Tom and try to solve the cases. And I feel like a lot of people always want to do everything they can for their friends, even though when even though it may seem kind of sketchy or you, there may be evidence that points to what he did, but she still like stood by his side until the end and helped him, helped him as much as possible. Yeah. It's always good to have, you know, a character that'll always stand by you or even just like a friend in real life always stand by you. And so what was the message of this movie? The message of Cerebrum is probably the most is that the truth will always come out um, because even like even though Tom was being accused of committing the crime, he still like persevered with Chloe to uncover what really happened. And other people knew as well. And I think that's really a relatable theme, because even though you you may lie to get away with something, the truth will always come out later and it, it won't it won't um, do good for you. Yeah, sometimes it works in a good way, sometimes it doesn't. So it seemed like it had a lot of like complex relationships and all that stuff. So how would how well executed was the character development? I think the character development worked pretty well with it because um, from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, like if you're saying Tom, you can see the growth with the whole situation. But since they were like switching personalities and things like that, you it may be harder to see the um, character development since it's not focusing on one character the entire time. But I think if you if you stick to one character, then you should be able to see some character development from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Okay. So, what age range and star rating would you give Cerebrum? I would rate Cerebrum 3.5 out of 5 stars and recommend it for ages 14 to 18 plus adults. And where can we find this? This um, movie will be available, is available now on demand and it came out on demand on May 4th, 2021. All right. Thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The Genius Generation. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. 
We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Cerebrum with Micah. Next up, Zoe will be interviewing Frankie Rodriguez, Joe Safrini, and Sophie Wiley about High School Musical, the musical, the series season two. Hi everyone, I'm Zoe Canella reporting for Kids First and today I'm interviewing Sophia Wiley, Joe Serafini, and Frankie Rodriguez from High School the Musical, the Musical, the Series season two. And one of the things I love about this series is not only the diversity but also the woman empowerment. So let's get to know more about these amazing cast members. Hey guys, I'm Zoe from Kids First. How are you guys? Hi. Good. Nice We're good. How about you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, so I know we're in season two, but I'm going to have a little flashback. So how was, um, I guess your reaction or how did you find out that you got the part in High School Musical, the musical, the series? Well, honestly, I can't even remember. That seems like an eternity ago. I think I was, I was filming, I was filming the previous show I had been on, which was Andy Mack at the time. And I was hanging out with one of my castmates and my dad comes in the room and he has his phone, and I see his eyes are bugging out of his head, and I'm like, oh, we finally got the call, because we had been um, waiting for months since my first audition, and they just kept saying, oh, we're extending, we're extending, we're extending, you'll find out soon, 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 um, so I was so excited, and I was, I, I just screamed and screamed and ran around the, the apartment with my friend. <laughs> it was so much fun, but I was so excited to, to just start this new journey, and now we're here, and I've, I've just had the time of my life these past two years. Uh, I, I was in class at the time, and uh, I got an email on my iPad where I was, like, reading the reading for class, and it literally, like, came up a notification. I, I opened it up, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I grabbed my friend's hand, and we were just squeezing so tight. I couldn't wait to get out of class to, like, jump up and down and celebrate. So it was pretty crazy <laughs> uh I was on my way to another audition and I got the call and I just remember I was like trying to 
answer my phone. And uh, the first thing my agent said, she was like, you're moving to Utah. And I was like, what? Uh, um, so I just remember sitting in the waiting room at, at that audition. And like, I could just feel like my eyes just like moving everywhere. I could not focus because <laughs> I was like, how are, we, how are you going to like have this exciting news? And then you have to like go and be quiet and like sit in a room. So that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And um, I just thought it would be cool to talk about and um that's I that's also really heartwarming and um that's amazing for all of you and congratulations by the way I love the second season uh, the oh, you. <laughs> um so sometimes as actors we uh, I guess improvise um but did you guys ever like make up your own dance moves or and like the dancing scenes did you guys ever um help with the choreography at all I don't think anyone I did um, I, I, maybe Sophia did. She's quite the dancer. Oh, in, in some of the, the dances, there were some freestyle moments. I know for like the holiday special that we had all done, um, for ABC, we, I, I had a little dance break in there. And so I just freestyled that. But I think a lot of the times they just, they just give us a lot of freedom to kind of do whatever we think would work in the moment, which is always so much fun and so spontaneous. But um, the Zach Woodley, our choreographer, is, is so incredible. So I usually just leave the choreographing to him. I'm like, you do your incredible work to the writers. I'm like, I'll just say all of your words. Frankie always has the best ad-libs, though. Conversational <laughs> <laughs> work line. So I, I love watching him do that because it's so sick. <laughs> about that um I kind of talked to the other cast members about how it was filming with COVID but how was uh, your experience with like having to change everything because of the new circumstances I mean obviously it was a learning experience and a learning curve for everybody involved so but I think everybody was in good spirits about it and the fact that we were able to just be working at all um was just you know we're all thankful for that. But um, yeah, a little curveballs here and there, but I think we did it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was just, it was obviously, as you said, it was challenging, but yeah, we were all just so grateful to be together on set and being able to, you know, keep the show running um, so we could get it out to the fans and, you know, uh, do it safely and take care of each other. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of uh, the fans, I guess, how was like the reaction of the fans for the success of the show and what can people kind of expect with the new season? Fans were so, so um, supportive for season one because there were a lot of uh, fans of the original movies and then there were people who have never seen the movies at all and were just watching our show with new fresh eyes so there was a lot of different opinions but at the end of the day I think everyone was really supportive of our show and and how it had a, had taken a new spin on the high school musical universe um, but I, I think for, for season two uh, for the, for the fans of season one, there was so much drama in in the characters' worlds, and now um, we get to continue on with all of that drama, which is wonderful. We love some good drama. I love <laughs> drama, um, but we really get to dive into each character um, and their individual lives, which I think is wonderful because season one was kind of uh, was just setting everything up, and we were getting to meet these characters, but now we really get to understand them. Um, so I can't wait for people to see that for this season. Yes, of course. Um, I think that the second season is like 
the first one, but just, I, I loved it so much better. And um, not, not that the first one was, uh, the first one was amazing, but this one, I think it just brought it to like a different level. And um, I, I just, I felt like the connection, the love and everyone really like a family. <laughs> uh, really is. Yeah, for sure. You guys all seem so supportive. And uh, I like the game nights, you're talking about that as well. Um, I don't know, it just feels like such an amazing uh, project to be part of. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking all about High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two, and about Cerebrum. Right now, we're continuing our interview with Frankie Rodriguez, Joe Seferini, and Sophie Wiley about High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two. So, oh, and Sophia, I know uh, you kind of uh, are doing a lot now with like women empowerment. So how are kind of the few, well, this is for all of you, but uh, how is like the female, I guess, roles um, kind of being shined in the second season? Yeah, I think um, that's something I really love about this season is, is even the characters that you might label as a best friend or supporting each character has their shining moments because each character is a star in their own way um and and nobody should ever be subjected to a to a sidekick because no one is a sidekick we're all the main characters our own lives um and then this season really allows that light to shine on each character and let them really be be understood by the viewers and um I think one of my favorite favorite elements of this season is Courtney's development. Um, really get to see from the first episode how Courtney is just going out with a bang. Or not going out with a bang. She goes, she's not going anywhere. She's entering with a bang. Um, and I love that because Dara is such a star. And I and if season one, I just wanted more of her every time I saw her on screen. So now that we finally get more of that, I just enjoy it so, so much. Um, and there's some really good girl power moments with the trio that I was fortunate enough to be a part of with Julia and Dara um, in the second episode, I believe it is. Um, but yeah, there's so many great moments. And I, I think the, a lot of young girls out there will appreciate the fact that every single female on the show is able to really shine um, in their own way. Of course, I completely agree with everything. And um, without giving any spoilers away, obviously, I know that there is a new character and um well you guys know she's um not exactly she's a part of the family but in a different way i guess she kind of thinks that she's better than everyone else but i love that in this series you guys can totally see how everyone really uplifts each other and um empowers each other and elevates each other's games so and all of you guys bring something to the series something different and that's what i love um so much so congratulations on that by the way and i'm really excited to see more thank you yeah so how is this kind of different from the original sadly i could not see like the original high school musical films but um after watching this i just kind of wanted to know (laughs) um yeah i mean obviously our biggest difference is that we are uh it's a mockumentary so it's just we are kind of like real kids at this high school at east high Um, but it's fun. I think it's a fun way to continue the franchise and bring it up for a new generation, but also still being like new, but with opportunities to wink at the old, uh, franchises, but also have new music and new characters. So it's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like a refresher for the OG fans and for the new ones like me, um, something new to watch and I really enjoyed it. Um, Yeah. So, um, 
Well, I guess what's the best thing for you guys about filming um, a project like this? Um, I think the best thing I think is working with this cast and this group of people. I think it is such an all-star cast and everyone that works on the show. And I think this is why, you know, the themes of the show are like, so like uplifting each other and, you know, being not, not, um, tearing each other down or anything like that. Like, I think everyone in our cast really does actually lift each other up. And uh, I, I learned so much from every single person on set uh, every single day. And um, I just feel like my mind is expanding so much <laughs> every time I go to work. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I think just being with this group of people, learning from them and feeling their support and supporting them back is like the best thing. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for talking with me. Uh, I am beyond excited for more seasons and episodes to come and to watch uh, more episodes with you guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you all so much for watching. If you like this, please give this video a thumbs up. Once again, it is a pleasure to talk to all the cast members from High School the Musical, the Musical, the series, and I'll see you in the next one. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The Genius Generation. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Catherine Rowling, the Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking with Frankie Rodriguez, Joe Serafini, and Sophie Wiley about High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two. Next up, Zoe will be interviewing Joshua Bassett, Dara Renee, and Matt Con Cornett about High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two. Hey everyone, I'm Zoe Canella, reporting for Kids First, and today I'm interviewing Joshua Bassett, Dara Renee, and Matt Cornett 
from High School the Musical, the Musical the Series, season two. I am so excited to talk to them about um, the huge cast and the family and some exciting things behind the scenes. So without further ado, let's get on into the interview. So as an actor, it's ideal to kind of have a triple threat. So um, what are kind of your strengths and weaknesses or do you prefer, I don't know, dancing over acting or? I feel like they all sort of like inform each other. Like the better you get at singing, the better you are at like acting and same with dancing. I think they kind of help each other, but I definitely feel the most insecure about my dancing at the moment. I would much rather act and sing all day, uh, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I agree. I think, I think for me, uh, most definitely like, Dancing is probably my biggest weakness, although I did learn uh, throughout the course of like shooting the show and doing rehearsals for this, that dancing is such a confidence game that like the more confidence you have in it, the better you look. And like the more you're worried about how you're going to look in this and trying to look good, then the, you know, the worse it's going to look, you just kind of got to let go and just like enjoy it. <laughs> so funny that your fear of looking uh, embarrassing is what makes it embarrassing, you know, yeah. like that's yeah. what screws you up anyway. I know. I must say, um, I don't really know which one. I guess, like, I love to sing, but I'm very particular about it. I'm very mm -hmm. hard on myself. I'm like, okay, you got to get this note right. And when I go flat or sharp, I'm like, having a pen is just, it's a mess. But um, I would say um, I'm more critical on my singing. I feel like acting mm -hmm. super fun and dancing. Not ballet, though. I appreciate every single person that does ballet. I'm not good at it at all. But, um, yeah, I think mostly my singing, I'm very critical on that for, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've been doing ballet since I was two. Period! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go out! A ballerina in the midst. That's great. Well, I had to stop um, last year. I don't know. I'm just doing other stuff. But uh, I think that's great that you guys are kind of, um, as I, I was talking to um, Julia and... Um, Larry? Yes, I'm bad with names. Um, but, like, <laughs> uh, it's great that you guys can, like, step out of your comfort zone, but at the same time, try other things and also connect with the things that you guys are um, learning. That's yeah. Awesome. Um, and I know Nini is far away in the series. Uh, she's still part of the ensemble. I don't know if uh, that's a spoiler or anything. Hopefully it's not. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but what defines the bond between all of you guys? Because I think you guys are all like really united and definitely like a family. Yeah, I think at a core level, we have a really strong foundation. Like as a, as a family, I think that we all got to know each other so well in season one and got to really love each other. And um like even through just like playing games, like we literally played games, we had game nights every, at least twice a week, you know? And I think that these people, you know, you really are able to see people at, at the core of their being and for who they are and like really love them. And then as time goes on, everybody changes and things, you know, things happen and it all evolves. But I think at the end of the day, there's that foundation that will, I, I think be there for the rest of my life. Um, so that's really special that we had that in this group. Yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> i think being a cast member in this type of project is so special because uh on camera as well you guys can see that you guys are all like such a family and i think that's so special that um you can see it in every single one of you yeah i think it helps the show too it's like it really you can tell you know if like people are sort of like yeah it shines through on on screen i think which is really cool yeah and i must say like i mean we just like completely vibe and like even though you know nini wasn't on set you know season one mad different i was in every scene with homegirl but you know we still got to like hang out and everything and she would come visit us on set it was absolutely amazing yeah that's awesome. And um, what's really special about being a cast member in this type of project? Or is there anything, like, as you said, can you guys talk about kind of the game nights that you guys had? 
Matt? Anyone can answer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what makes this like super special just in general is the fact that like everyone is so close in the chemistry we have. I think that alone like makes it such a special experience and not only like within the cast, but also within the crew and like our producers and our executives and everyone there. Like our show, I, I you know, I've always said we have the best crew in television and I think our crew is so incredible. Um, not only at what they do, but also just like as people. Um, I think we're extremely lucky to have those people on set and, uh, yeah, the game nights we have are, are always fun. We're all so competitive, that's the thing. So like, we all wanna win everything. And, and there's this game uh, that we play called Spicy Uno that uh, gets r really heated. And uh, it's basically just Uno like on steroids. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I've probably explained Spicy Uno more times than I've said my own full name in my life just because of the, every time we play it, like somebody doesn't know the rules and I'm like, okay, here we go. But Spicy <laughs> Uno, I'm telling you, is like the best party game ever because it's the great equalizer and it's one of those games where like you can be winning until you you absolutely lose because one of the things is like, you know, you can swap decks with like anybody you want. So somebody has like 20 cards and they swap with the... Uh, you're one card, you're, you're screwed. Anyway, Spicy Uno is great, and uh, we have game nights all the time, yeah. They get intense, though, I'll say that. Yeah, I have a video of Dara screaming at Frankie. I think when we played, like, uh, Mafia, Mafia once, because Frankie totally threw her under the bus. He did. I mean, yes, literally, like, I was Mafia, and he was Mafia, too, and then all of a sudden, he was like, yeah, I think, you know, Dara's Mafia, and I was like, oh, really? <laughs> this? <laughs> It was actually genius if you think about it. Really threw everybody off your guys' oh, scent. He's so shady. No, I'm just kidding. I love him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm oh, in middle school, but in our Zoom classes, sometimes we play Mafia as well because um, I'm not going to actual school. But that's really funny that you guys do that as well. That's sick. <laughs> yes. And now Among Us. Yes. We play Among Us sometimes too, occasionally, but it's really fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking with the cast and crew of High School Musical, the musical of the series, season two, as well as Micah about Cerebrum. Right now, we're continuing our interview with Joshua Bassett, Dara Renee, and Matt Cornett about High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two. Um, so you guys are all an ensemble, but I think acting as um, I've heard a lot, it's kind of like a game of tennis almost. You need someone else to elevate your game. So how do you guys kind of... Um, help each other make your performance good, if that makes sense. Hmm. I think naturally when you when you work with people who are really good at what they do, that it, it elevates your game. And I think I'm always inspired by everyone in the show, you know, like when we start doing a rehearsal, I'm like, oh, well, I got to get it together. Like they're really on their game or like they're really bringing it. And so I think it's a really healthy thing. It's not like a competitive thing. It's like, oh, wow. Like, you know, even like with Matt and I, like Matt goes to the gym sometimes and I'm like, Okay, if Matt's going to the gym, I gotta go to the gym, like, you know, and then there's other times where, like, Matt's like, shoot, Josh is going to the gym, like, and now I gotta go, you know, so I think we, we sort of hold each other to a higher standard, and it's actually a really cool thing to just, like, um, you know, be inspired by the people you're around all the time. Yeah, 100%. I would say the same thing. I mean, everyone in this cast is so talented. And I just feel like every day on set is like a learning experience, whether it be like learning dance moves from, from Sophia, learning comedy from Frankie or Julia or Larry, or just like anyone in the cast. I mean, like everyone is exceptional at what they do. And I'm just so blessed. I get to just visualize them in the works. They're absolutely amazing. 
Yeah, I also think because everybody is so supportive of each other that that in itself is like such a huge thing. And and there's like no judgmental, you know, n- no judgment of anything, uh, you know, whether we're singing, dancing, acting. I think everybody is so extremely supportive. If somebody screws up a line or a, you know, some choreography or, you know, like voice cracks in a song, like it's it's like it's just always so much fun. And we, you know, we we have fun with it. And, you know, there's just never any judgment. And I think that is a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's so heartwarming. And it seems like such a lovely, um, loving environment. Just by talking to you guys, I can already feel that you guys all really love and care about each other. So how was um, the working environment like in general? Yeah, it was it was difficult with COVID because uh, there's just a bunch of new rules, you know, and like everybody has to stay distance, you know, so it's like we really only take our masks off and see each other when we're like, <laughs> literally filming even during rehearsals, we have our masks on. But um, you know, it really is always a party. We're either like either Joe Sarfini's playing the piano and we're all crying to grow as we go by Ben Platt, or we are playing what's the Jackbox game? It's a oh yeah, Jack uh, uh, Quiplash. Quiplash. Or we're all playing Quiplash from a distance. You know, I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's changed every day, but it really just is like a six month long party from what I've seen. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for talking with me. I had such a blast. And I, I love the new season so much. And I'm so excited to uh, see more um, from you yeah, guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Peace. Yep. Hearts. Thank you all so, so much for watching. I had a blast. If you liked this video as much as I did, make sure to give this a big thumbs up and check out some of our other Kids First reviewers and reporters on this channel. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by the Genius Generation. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. 
Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking with Joshua Bassett, Dara Renee, and Matt Cornett about High School Musical to Musical the Series Season 2. Next up, Zoe will be interviewing Julia Lester and Larry Staperstein about High School Musical the Musical the Series Season 2. Hi everyone, I'm Zoe Canella reporting for Kids First and today I'm talking to Larry Saperstein and Julia Lester from High School the Musical the Musical the Series for season two. So enjoy the interview. Hi everyone, I'm Zoe. How are you guys? So good, how are you? I'm great, thank you for asking. Um, So I believe that uh, opposites kind of attract and despite the fact that you guys kind of look a little similar, I think your personalities are totally different. I mean, and like, one of you very outgoing, and then the other one is very um, introverted in season two of High School, the Musical, the Musical, the Series. So, um, but since there is that spark, why do you think that your characters might, um, I don't know, admire each other? I think, you know, Big Red and Ashlyn are sort of two people that make each other better and that see the best in each other. And um, there there are some so many amazing moments in the show where, uh, kind of one one character is maybe feeling down on themselves and the other one is right there to, to lift them back up. Uh, and so it's really exciting to see that development throughout the second season of, of these two people that, that really are kind of working together to, to be the best that they can be. Um, and I think that's what makes them so special and lovable. Yeah, I think that... Um... Big Red and Ashlyn have kind of asserted themselves as, um, you know, givers and kind of the the secondhand man to to the people that matter in their lives. And um, that's that's always such a great trait to have. But people like that also need somebody. And I think it's really cool that Big Red and Ashlyn have kind of um, found that um, similarity within each other and they can kind of lean on each other for support. And and um, yeah, someone someone to love and someone to have that, um, you know, uh, values the same things that the other person does. Absolutely. And I love how charismatic both of you guys are. And I love the Valentine's episode. I'm not going to say anything because spoilers, but that one, it was amazing. Um, And yeah, I think also um, that goes with like admiring each other in a way. And you guys are a group of performers and you're all so talented. So um, do you think that because of that, you guys kind of uplift each other and learn from each other um, in like the series? Yeah, I mean, I have, as Larry, like, I have learned so much from from the amazing cast. Like, what's so incredible about our show, which I think fans really uh, noticed and responded to it with season one, is every single person in the cast has something, uh, a talent or a specific gift that makes them unique. Um, and that is so celebrated in both, like, the writing of the show and and in who we are as real friends. And so it's it's such an amazing thing to be around so many wonderful creative people. Yeah, I think it's I think it's only by nature that we can learn from each other. Um, and yeah, it's also a really collaborative environment and a place where we always feel um, really like we have a lot of creative freedom. And, um, you know, I think it's I think it's just uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's only um, inevitable that we would learn from each other at some point. <laughs> Yeah, and you guys are all kind of like a big family, and I thought that was so special and so sweet. Uh, just wondering, were you guys always homeschooled, or did you guys ever at one point actually go to a real high school? Both people here went to public high school. <laughs> yeah, we both, I mean, I, I don't know if I can speak for you too, but like preschool through 12th grade, we were 
public school kids. <laughs> yeah. So, so we did, we did the high school theater, all of it. We, we, I feel like we have this really authentic, uh, wonderful connection to our show because of our experiences doing high school theater. And, and yeah, it's really wonderful. Yeah, I asked because um, I was my next question was going to be, do you guys feel kind of um, not at home, but like, so if you guys actually went to high school, the similarity similarity between like the creative space and everyone being like loving or I guess was the high school experience similar to the actual show because it is a show. Yeah, I think that our the the writing team does a really amazing job of keeping the stories that we tell really authentic. So you know, there's it's just every scene and, and every episode, there's always something to relate to and something that you can pinpoint um, uh, from your high school experience that really happened in real life. So yeah, I think it's really cool how, how authentic um, our show is. And I think there's, there's always something for someone to relate to. Yeah, totally. I mean, I will always think about the fact that in, you know, in season one, there's the, the major storyline that the East High Auditorium, uh, there's a fire and there's a sort of somewhat of a flood uh, and they can't do the show there. I had uh, basically the exact same experience when I was in high school. Um, our auditorium flooded uh, and we couldn't do our show there. So when I saw that in the script, I was like, oh my God, this is such a crazy parallel. Um, and I think it just speaks to like how authentic the show is and, and how, how real it is to, um, what a high school theater experience can be. Yes, for sure. I'm, I'm only in middle school, my second year, but um, I could totally, I think, relate to a lot of things that I saw in the show. And I found, I've never seen like High School Musical, like the original, but um, this was, I mean, amazing to watch as well. So do you think this is kind of oh, almost a refresher for the original fans? Yeah, I I think that um, even if you didn't grow up with High School Musical, I think that it's it's a show for everybody. But for the people that did grow up with High School Musical or for people that do have a connection to the original movies, I think um, it, it pays a really nice tribute to to the original franchise. And um, yeah, while, while also breathing new life into it and, and uh, giving people new characters to meet and and uh, kind of giving it a whole new world to live in. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about High School Musical, the musical, the series, and Cerebrum. Right now, we're continuing our interview with Julia Lester, Larry Saperstein, about High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two. Yeah, I feel like you're seeing High School Musical, um, but like in a new light. And the second season, just, I loved it so much. (laughs) Oh, thank you. We're so excited for you to see the rest. Me too. So what can you kind of, or what can fans expect from the new season, but without giving too much away? Well, season two is just a huge step up from season one. I mean, there's so much more. There's more music. There's more original songs. uh, There's more dance numbers. There's more storylines. So I think anyone that was a fan of season one is going to love season two because everything that we loved about season one, we have even more of in season two. Yes, and I, I think that uh, movies or series also have to do with music, and I, I love the music and all the songs. So um, how do you, like, how was it interesting to combine that? Because it, it's a musical and, um, you know, triple threat and everything. So how was it, I guess, acting with, like, the music and the dance and everything? Oh, really exciting. Very new. I've never um, incorporated everything at once before, kind of like this show. So um, very new, but also really exciting, especially growing up as a theater kid and loving musical theater and all aspects of performing um, to have a TV show that highlights 
singing, dancing, and acting is is really special. So um, very new and sometimes challenging, but so rewarding and and so much fun. Yeah, and uh, as you said, there's like a lot of aspects to it. So what is your favorite aspect of um, doing a project like this? I mean, it's so cool because we're all theater kids. So, you know, it's such a gift to be able to do a show that's about theater kids. Um, my favorite thing, I think, is maybe recording the music because it's something that I had never done before, uh, before we started doing this show. So I love getting to go into the studio because it always just feels like such a cool new experience for me. Yeah, it's awesome. Cool that you can kind of step out of your comfort zone and try something new, but that you could also fall in love with and connect with. Um, so how has COVID kind of affected filming the series, if it has affected uh, the filming at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, there were definitely some things that that were changed and things that we needed to adapt to in order to keep everybody safe. You know, that was our, our main priority after coming back from such a long hiatus. So, um, yeah, there, there was definitely some things to, to get used to. But from the show's standpoint, um, there's nothing different about the the show. It's it's if anything, it's better than the first season. And uh, there's more there's more heart and soul in it because of everything that was going on behind the scenes. So, um, yeah, there was, you know, there was some some road bumps, but for the most part, it was still the most amazing experience. And um, yeah. That's awesome. What do you guys like doing, um, I guess, behind the scenes or um, on set? Like what's your offset? Sorry. <laughs> what's your favorite thing to like do with all the cast? I mean, we're such a huge family. So we've done so many different game nights. We did you know, a Halloween night, we've, we've done costumes, we've done uh, video games, pizza parties, like you name it, we've probably done it. Um, so we just love to spend time with each other and to, you know, kind of explore the city that we're in uh, when we're shooting and, um, and just, just being together and, and trying new things. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Thank you guys so much for talking with me. I had a blast and I'm so excited for more seasons to come. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you all so much for watching. I love talking to these two very, very talented cast members. And if you liked it, make sure to give this video a big thumbs up. Check out some of our other Kids First reviewers and reporters. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look out for our reviews on Press for Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Genius Generation, and I am your host, Catherine, reporting for Kids First. See you later. Bye! Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode, and tune in again next week.